The brain processes nearly 10,000 visual and oral cues per minute. As first impressions stick, make the customer see your business in the right way. Funky Vibes can ensure your vibes attract the right tribe with their marketing expertise, graphic design, bespoke websites, and social media packages. For more information or a no-commitment initial consultation, simply email your tribe at funkyvibe.co.uk. Hi everyone, it's little old me just doing a quick intro to explain that this show was recorded before the COVID-19 pandemic. Now we delayed release of the show to cover some more relevant content, which of course related around the problems that businesses were going to face during the pandemic lockdown. So forgive us if there are elements of the show which are now slightly out of date. That's mainly relating to the new sections, of course, the rest of the show and the main topic that we're discussing is still very much relevant. So we hope you enjoy. You're listening to Go Fish, exclusively on the pod station. Welcome everyone to the latest episode of the Go Fish Marketing Tips podcast where each week we cover a topic, provide some tips that will hopefully help you get a bit more business. My name is Mark Pollard, my business is Funky Vibes Marketing. I have my two co-hosts who are here with me again this week to lend us their wealth of knowledge in various areas of well, what are, what areas are your uh, your expertise, Chris Roxburgh from my marketing expert, guy? Well, I, I I like to think I know a bit about a uh, bit about social media and how to uh, how to show others how to use it properly and uh, uh, monetize it. And we have oh. Elaine Atherton from uh, To Sum It Up. Yes, great to be here again today. What are your expertise? Oh well. There's a thing. Well, I'm sales, really. So I'm a sales coach, but sales sort of dips into marketing a bit. So I, I'm I'm uh, flying the flag for... Um, Chris is waving his finger at me now. I'm flying the flag for those small businesses out there who have to do all of the above, don't they? So I, uh, I do a mixture of things like that, but supporting small businesses generally in their sales. Fantastic. Could I, could I just say the waving the finger was a total fabrication? <laughs> I don't, wouldn't do that sort of thing to a lady. <laughs> well, um, we uh, you, Chris has put me off with his winger, finger wagging. He was droopy earlier as well. We've managed to fix his droopiness. Um, no oh, tablets no. were involved. Um, so if you want to get in touch with our show, which we absolutely desperately want you to do, then you can send us an email to gofish at thepodstation.co.uk. Give us a follow on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and LinkedIn. It's go underscore fish marketing. Uh, we're desperate for people to start giving us comments, asking us questions, um, just letting us know what the their thoughts are on the show, which sort of comes in by way of reviews so on apple or facebook give us a, a a review preferably five stars but we understand if you perhaps want to give us 4.9 uh, if that's at all possible greta be made up with you what we're looking at today is what makes a good post which sounds a rather simple uh, phrase and possibly a rather dull topic but the more you think about it the more it seems that there's an awful lot to making sure that a post that you dick out into the uh, stratosphere of social media um, is doing what it is that you're hoping it's going to do. Now, Elaine, I'm going to come to you Mm. first because you you might know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It is, yeah, I have to say it is my world at the moment is about doing a a fair bit of posting and... um, because I've just launched my program, uh, you know. I'm What's really... your program called? Oh, Elaine? I know it's ten minutes, ten days, ten actions, and thanks for asking, Mark. <laughs> uh, so, so obviously, as you would expect, I've got a whole marketing strategy around that. So, um, for me, I don't, you know, there are the the thing. What makes a great post? There, are, there are different types of posts, really. Because why are we posting? Essentially, is we're posting so that we can put something out there and introduce it to people who are following us, 
and obviously attract new followers. So there is always a purpose to a post. And I think that the risk is, um, you know, if we're putting stuff out there that people are just really not, you know, engaging with, then they're going to not follow it, really. So we've got to think about, you know, it's, it's a lot of brain power behind what works, who is it we're trying to appeal to. So, that you know, the whole, the whole our, it's got to sit in line with our branding, our re- ethos and everything around that so that people recognise it as us. So there's a, a lot goes into what makes a great post. So as you say, very simple statement, isn't it? Oh, what makes a great post? Uh, but there's so much behind it um, because we want people to engage with us and that's the purpose of it. And ultimately, take some action is, is the idea, isn't it? What qualifies of a great post for you, mm. Mr. Roxborough? Well, <clears throat> a great post for me is is not just a single post, but it's it's one single item of a of a complete strategy and it's it's exactly what you said before elaine you're you're doing a a social media strategy at the moment Mm. it's not one single post they need it needs to be connected to to the other posts that follow that went before and they need to be relevant relevancy is uh, is key yeah absolutely key there are lots of different types of good social media posts yeah um but we'll probably talk about them during the course of the next hour. What about, what about you, Mark? Yeah, much the same. You've got to decide what it is that you're trying to achieve with that post. Mm. Um, are you trying to attract new followers? Mm. Are you trying to generate new work? Are you trying to get a response? It, the, the, there's a whole plethora of things people can or might do based upon that post. And you've got to make sure that the post and the content is encouraging people to do what it is you're trying to do. Um, and it needs to be part of a wider plan. Just sporadic mm. uh, posts aren't going to do any good because they're going to be too sporadic, so they're either not going to make sense or they're going to be missed. Yeah. And at which case you're never going to achieve what it is you were hoping to achieve. Yeah. No, no it's so true. And then that's where people get disheartened, isn't it? When they think, oh, you know, put a couple of good posts on and I got a bit, you know, some good engagement on that and then I got nothing. And it's, you know, the lack of consistency. It just, it just doesn't, it's not going to work, is it, if you're not consistent? So if, you, if you're going to throw yourself into a, a strategy, you've, you've got to make sure that you are there and doing it, haven't you? Otherwise, the ad hoc stuff definitely doesn't uh, doesn't work well, completely a frustration for me is hearing mm. people say oh i had 10 minutes at uh, at 11 o'clock so i put a couple of posts on mm. that's not good enough that's yeah. that really isn't good enough or even worse um we've had somebody new join us so we've given them the social media to do <laughs> sorry they don't know your company they mm. won't make any sense they may know social media but they don't know the ins and outs of your company. Mm. Um, so, you know, be careful who you get to do it and be careful when you do it and what you say. Well, building up, it's difficult in social media. There's so many things that can go wrong mm. and it's not easy building up an audience. No. Everyone assumes they are the most interesting thing in the universe and that everyone wants mm. to gag in, but the reality is there's many other people who are either doing what you're doing or saying what you're saying, so making yourself stand out or engaging is difficult. And I think the assumption people have, maybe I'm just speaking from my own personal belief, but um, people assume that those on social media are perhaps dumber than they really are. They'll think, well, if I just throw that out, everyone will love it. And actually, it's quite the contrary. People on social media are quite discerning. There's so much out there. There's so much to to get involved with and see and read Mm -hmm. that they don't, they don't have to listen to something or watch something or read something if it's no. drivel yeah. because there's somebody else who's probably doing it better and they will quite literally switch you off and move over there. No, and and the the point is is you know and I, I've had this conversation many times with different people is you're not trying to appeal to everybody. You are trying to pe- appeal to the people who you can help, aren't you? So so you know people will sometimes ponder over, oh, should I do this? Should I do that? And actually, you know, if you keep if you go back to who it is your ideal clients are and what what how you can help them the outcomes they're looking for you should always have that in your mind when you're doing your posts because people start to to dither or falter a bit in their route when they start to think oh well you know somebody might not like that or well somebody might not like it but if they're not your ideal customer 
it's not Doesn't meant matter. to appeal to them no. anyway no. so you can't you can't you're not going to hit everybody with something marvelous are you because we've all got a different measure of what that looks like so absolutely yeah. yes, yes. okie dokie so mm. let's let's boil this down let's try and come up with some solutions for people uh, what sort of content slash topics should people be looking at or thinking about to use in order to get out a good post in isolation um educational um educational posts or how to post why because it pricks people's curiosity they want to they want how how to put together a marketing plan and this might take there might be a link there that takes them off to a a bigger post a blog post that's on your website and that's where you want to perhaps mm. perhaps your strategy for that is to get people through to your through to your website um we 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 are naturally inquisitive so how to how to open a or a discover the secret yeah. of those sorts of those sorts of posts work work really well and third and last one lists we love lists as a society we love lists so <clears throat> seven ways to do xyz mm. um but if you're doing a list make it an make it an uh, an odd number we don't like 2468 we do like 3579 10's okay for some bizarre reason <laughs> better have be i've just based a whole program on it <laughs> shucks <laughs> hashtag awkward and we'll come to hashtags <laughs> no but if you're doing a list seven seven top tips yeah. or or five ways to uh, to tackle such and such yeah. What about you, Elaine? Yeah, is well, it okay to sell things? Absolutely. Yeah, I think there's. It's. Um, I think Chris <clears throat> mentioned this before, or if not in this session, in a previous one. It's. It's. It's about having that sort of. You know that plethora word we use. Um, that sort of. You've got different types of posts that do different things, and so for example, you know, if you if you're sort of sitting there thinking, well, what shall I do today, or what, you know, actually have you have maybe you know Monday is your. Uh, your post is a give value post so it's something that you're sort of teaching your audience or a bit of a did you know so it, it's sometimes easier if you put things in pigeon holes a little bit so Tuesday you know it could be uh, that you, you do your blog and your blog might be have a link in it to a lead magnet which is something I have so um, so so you've got a blog that's based around what we you know whatever your theme might be for the week or whatever that looks like um, and then so you could have your blog and then you, you, you could then go and within that of course it can take it take the person reading it to your website as well so it might be a service that you're offering that links in with your blog that people think yeah I'd like to know a little bit more here so it's linking things together that uh, take people on a bit of a journey that makes sense because because we've got you know the attention span of a gnat haven't we now let's face it so if we don't get to something sorry say that again I switched off we've got the attention <laughs> <laughs> oh dear I nearly fell oh I did fall for it oh god you did oh no and then the the other one um which is a real biggie uh, which is, is could potentially be your buying post is um that people read something and they go oh that's me and you're putting yes, in there you're listing yes. the pain points so it could be you know does this sound like you and you've got five points there that people read and think oh yeah that's me oh that's me i need to read more about this or I need to go and have another look what this person does because yes. it's me and the more you do of that the more people start to like your language and they like to or not, as the case may be, which is absolutely fine as well. But if they then think, oh, I'm going to look out and see what the next thing is, which is why obviously doing something daily is is a, you know, for me, is a must-do, I think. What you've just described mm. is, is the social media rhythm mm. that people look for in us. Yeah. So if you if you put a post out, usually if it, if it works for you for you at say eight eight o'clock in the morning yeah or six o'clock at night keep doing it that way because yeah. uh, because people will become accustomed to to seeing your posts at that sort of time yeah and if they're varied they're interesting yeah it is it's yeah. about adding value isn't it if people yeah. can see that you're adding value by them reading the post mm. so the educational one's a great one mm. because it's a tip it's a bit like this podcast. It's giving people the tools or the knowledge to perhaps go away and solve an issue that they've mm. got. 
Um, running a competition is adding a value because yeah. they've got a chance to win something for probably yeah. doing very little. Um, quite often seeing testimonials, um, people throwing out um, comments and positive feedback that they've had is adding value because it's giving them the reassurance that you can do what you can do. Yeah. Uh, other ones that I, I usually suggest is is examples of your work, so mock-ups yes, or... Yeah. Or photographs of finished jobs or before and yeah. afters. Again, it's just it's it's engaging because people can see firsthand what it is you do. Yeah, it just helps them relate a bit better to it. What else have I got here? I've got uh, fun. It doesn't yeah. always yeah. it doesn't Absolutely. always have to be doesn't always have to be serious. I think no. sometimes the misconception is that if your business has a page, it all has to be sterny, frowny, facey mm-hmm. stuff. But it doesn't. It could be fun. So mm. there's there's quite often. Um, days of the year uh, and I'll stick it it's called days of the year it's a website I'll stick it in the show notes um, where you can go on there and each date tells you where in the world it's a day of whatever it might be so it might be world book day or world thank you boss day or I mean there's some serious rubbish and some really random things but if there's one which is particularly relevant to your type of business or industry it's just something you can jump on the back of did you know dot 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 and um, you might even make a a game of it so I think one time um, it was uh, World Paper Aeroplane Day (laughs) so I got all our team uh, all my staff to make a paper aeroplane and we promptly had a paper aeroplane flying competition in the office which we videoed uh, to see whose could go the furthest yeah uh, completely irrelevant for what we did but it was just a bit of fun and yeah, yeah. something that people might have found interesting mm. they might not have done but it was different from the normal serious frowny facey business stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely yeah worth throwing a fun thing in definitely yeah people like that don't you because life is pretty well, some of them go tedious. viral don't they the, yeah what was that the, the, the bucket uh, the bucket challenge yeah oh yeah uh, that was an amazing viral thing yeah I w- wouldn't recommend that for business but, <laughs> well um... i think i've mentioned it before about the car tax <laughs> disc um oh, yes, job yes. which went viral that we never intended that to be i think sam was just <clears throat> my 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 other half was posting it just because it seemed quite funny at the time but the reality was it just ran away as, as something that became yeah. viral because people th- found it quite funny in yeah. fact yeah. i think many people related to it because how many times have you driven down the road road mm. and your car's disappeared into an enormous pothole and so yeah. the sentiment of i paid my car tax now go and fix those potholes kind of <laughs> resonated with people <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is why perhaps they found it so amusing. Yeah. Uh, again, it had nothing to it that did have people commenting saying that we uh, we ought to know better as lawyers because road tax was abolished in 1974. <laughs> to which point, I really wanted to reply. I think you need to go and find your sense of humour because I think that got lost in 1974 <laughs> as well. Uh, now, now. <laughs> yeah, but Sam wouldn't let me in quite rightly. Uh, so you will get those sorts of people. Yeah occasionally missing the joke completely yeah um but yeah yeah it's a good example it is it is and i'm i'm a um, a fan of which is why i do them obviously is the the visuals that are in your within your your brand colors so uh, i use canva a lot so um and you, you're sort of making a bit of a statement in your post so for, yeah. for example this week i've done one uh, procrastination comes at a price how much is it costing you um, so of course people think, oh, that's in, you know, I'm going to read that. So it's that sort of stuff that your your visual sort of gets people intrigued, doesn't it? And yes. I I quite like that type of thing because yeah. um, I'm I'm the curious person who think, oh, I'm going to read that or, or not if it doesn't you know grab their attention. It's like everything else. As, as mm. long as you don't overdo one sort of post, yes, absolutely. Um, it, it's, it's the sell, 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 sell yeah, ones that yeah. are quite annoying. It's the selfies. Where do we stand on selfies? Well, we we have a we have a mutual uh, networking colleague that um, uh, that does quite a lot of of selfie videos, and they are very successful because that that flies in the face of of a lot of perceived wisdom about what you should do, mm. but actually he's remarkably successful at doing it. So. Um, you know who's to say who's right and who's wrong, and that's the beauty of uh, a lot of social media. Yeah, you know, break the rules, and uh, he he who dares wins. Rodney, it's, it's, it's about <laughs> balance, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's okay having yeah. the odd 
particular type of post, like say a selfie, if you, I don't know, out on a business day at the races or something, yeah. just want to record it. Yes. And, yes. Uh, but if it's every day and it's too regular, people get sick of looking at your face. And yes. There's actually a trap there where by ignoring the rest of your mm. team, you're almost basing the entire business around you as an individual. And so mm. when someone comes to get some work done with your business and it gets dealt with by one of those other people whose selfie doesn't appear on your account, yeah. they feel like they're getting a second-rate service. When yeah. Yeah. actual mm. fact, if you're promoting your whole team equally with that same level of expertise... Yeah. yeah, actually, you're adding value to your other team. Yeah, that's a really good point because yeah. some some of the uh, some of the most popular posts that I've done on behalf of clients have been staff photos, you know, so employee of the week that sort of thing. Um, sounds a bit trite, but actually, those really work because um, because the employee of the week is delighted to be featured. Um, they will tell their friends and family. Friends and family will say, mm. oh, didn't realise she worked for them or he worked for them. Yeah. Um, and suddenly there's an exposure to the company who's got that employee of the week to people that, that they wouldn't otherwise expo- be exposed to. Yeah. So... Uh, and the human, the human angle of a of an employee of the week or achievement. Somebody, yeah, somebody, yeah. somebody passes. Um, I don't know. We we know somebody recently has passed law exams. Um, that sort of thing, featuring them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Just highlighting what they're good yeah. at. Yeah. yeah, and it's you know I've I've seen a, a couple of great posts of. It's once a month. This particular lady, she on LinkedIn, she does it's it's sort of. Um, a thank you Friday or thank you for the month. So the people that have helped her during that month, not in a on a sort of personal slash business level, who've given her support or have you know just it could just be a a chat that somebody sort of sorted their head out or given them a little bit of yes. helpful advice, that sort of thing. I think that's you know it's a really nice way of acknowledging people that have, have given you some support because we're in the madness of it all sometimes. We don't we don't put it out there as much as we should as a thank you, do we? People, we do what we do, but yeah. don't yeah. necessarily no, acknowledge nice. it. With 22 million UK users, LinkedIn offers a fabulous opportunity to find your ideal clients and to stay ahead of your competition. But what do these future clients currently find when they visit your profile? First impressions count. So, are you proud of your fantastic profile because it is client ready and written with them in mind? Or do you look at it and wonder how you could do better because you are not generating leads? My Marketing Guy works with those who want to take advantage of the amazing potential offered by LinkedIn. So, for more details, please email guy at mymarketingguy.co.uk to arrange an initial consultation. Remember, your next client is on LinkedIn. What yeah. a segue, Elaine, because you've taken me nicely on to my next oh. question, which, of course, was was content and about making sure that not just the topic is on point, but the content within that post is correct. So when we talk about content, what are we talking about? Yeah, well, for me, I and I, again, I, I always say this, I know, but I look at it from a point of view of what I like to see, really. So f- for me, if and this is sort of for the bigger picture as well if you're looking at um whatever you're going to do you've got to you've got to do it in a way that people are going to know it's you <laughs> because uh, if you if you're not re- connecting as we said earlier all your sort of messaging your language your fonts your your tone all of that has got to be that ah yeah I recognize um you know obviously other than your name i recognize the, the, the language they're speaking and i identify with them the, the risk is if we can if we keep going off on tangents and we're not sort of consistent with our branding then people just won't remember you so you it can be as quirky as you like <laughs> but if you're not sort of pulling all that together that people know it's you then it's not going to work because as we've said on a previous podcast is you you know you ha- you do need to see something at least now about 13 14 times before you even sort of connect with that person so if mm. you're trying to build your audience and people are thinking well I don't even know what they do I don't know you know it, it, does it work for me does it not work for me um all of those things then then it's, it's you know it's, it's not going to work as it's you, you've got to have that 
umbrella that this this is me this is who I am this is what I do this is who I help and that's uh, and and it's always good to go back and revisit what you're doing because if you're not building your audience there's always, there's a reason why isn't there? you're either not uh, you know connecting with the right people or you perhaps you're on the wrong social media platform yeah which we've yeah. mentioned before haven't we? we have we have I mean for, for me it's um it's language use I I'm fascinated by how different people use use language and the use of power words instead of instead of the the everyday and the the bland <clears throat> so the use of fantastic instead instead of good quality you know do, we we expect good quality like fantastic takes us out of people the people love uh, the word like which is the most undescriptive uh, word. Well, well, likes meaningless, isn't it? Uh, and, and nice. I, do you know? I'll tell you a little story here. When I was uh, at school many, many, many moons ago, my English teacher, who was this amazing lady, who I was just totally inspired by, uh, very flamboyant, used to wave her hands around a lot, which is probably where I got it from. Could have just uh, said great use of power words in that last <laughs> sentence. It was. The, well, she was very flamboyant, and she said nice. Nice is just absolutely nothing worth. Absolutely awful. Why would you possibly use it? it? Doesn't it doesn't describe anything? And it, it stuck with me all my life. And then when somebody um, put a comment on a, a bit of a sort of testimonial many years ago and said, "Oh, she's really nice," I was like, "Oh!" <laughs> I was like, I was quite pained. Obviously, it was meant in the best possible way. It was a backhanded word, compliment. I know that word stuck with me forever now. Since then, it is a terrible word, isn't it? Oh, nice! It's horrible. <laughs> yes, nice. It's and... not very nice. No, no. What about you? What's a, what, what, what do you look for in a good post? Ooh, length. Length. Length is one that's just popped up into my head. Ah. Um, is there a is there a, a right or wrong length to have? Because I see some which are like essays. Uh, and quite frankly, you lose the will to live after the yeah. fourth paragraph. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Twitter doesn't allow it. Yeah. I think even Facebook and well, I think all the platforms have a character limit at some point, but still, some of them probably could do with being reduced just to stop the essays. Yeah. that people provide yeah it is an interesting one i i sort of have this rule on a few things like for example on linkedin there is no point in my opinion chris might sound differently if, of writing articles and things if you haven't got any following because people will not click in to an article and read it that if they don't know who you are necessarily um if you've got a big following then obviously more people will but so if you're new to it it's just not not the way to go i don't believe unless you're going to promote that on other platforms to to the link to your article um but you know so therefore in a post you, you've got it's got to be that people will look and think yeah i'll read that but if it's going to take them more than what i don't know 30 seconds yeah, but, the, but the articles and the articles and a long post are two mm. different things aren't they yeah. they are because uh, the the post for me give a people a really brief synopsis synopsis flavor with a link that allows to you to article. go and take the yes. full article yeah. which yeah. gives you the ability to dive out if it's not your bag but no, it's not people don't necessarily use it that way though do they well, they should do. I think most do. I actually um, saw an example of somebody we know who will remain nameless, who did exactly that. It, oh, really? was, it was almost an article in a post yeah. this morning. Yeah. Will you tell us after? <laughs> yes, I will. And then, and then you can uh, obviously mm. quote him. <laughs> yes, quite, quite. No, I mean, long posts are, mm. are a big turn-off, especially if it's a block of text. I don't mind two or three short paragraphs, mm. but a great long post... Um, unbroken is it's just not going to be read and where do we stand on emojis oh mm. it depends on the, depends on the platform <laughs> must be a generation thing <laughs> oh I, I know i do love emojis i also love exclamation marks which are not loved by a lot of people either um but i i do definitely use emojis but i would instagram is just like oh yeah you got to use emojis on there but you wouldn't necessarily lose them on LinkedIn, would you? So um, I think you do, and it goes back to what we were saying earlier, isn't it? You've got your, your 
whatever you're posting got to be right for the platform you're putting yeah. it on. Yeah, that one size doesn't always fit all, does it? Where do you stand, Chris? <laughs> Where do I stand on them? I use them. I use them. Perhaps not on LinkedIn, but I use them. Scowly face. No, 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 no. I'm no. going to look now at your no. post. I don't think I've ever seen you use an emoji. This well, t- uh, hang on a minute. I will, 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 hang on a minute. The reason why, Elaine, is because... Just for the record, uh, Elaine has been following the wrong Chris Roxburgh Facebook page <laughs> and only found out the other day when when Chris, who is now a world-renowned fisherman, um, and Elaine looked at the picture and decided that Chris had either lost weight, lost hair, or got lost. Taken up fishing. Or she'd put, or she'd put her glasses on. I moved to Canada. I, I mean, I have to say, I do follow Chris obviously our Chris Which as well <laughs> so I have no idea how I now follow this whole Chris but uh, yeah but there we are then mm. oh, maybe we should get him on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> we can compare which Chris is better. Yeah. I did. I did know some of the photographs. Are, Do you know what Chris has got? Really adventurous. This is <laughs> this is quite exciting. He's moved to Canada and he's gone fishing. I didn't know Chris could wrestle bears. <laughs> so emojis, it it does. I mean, again, it depends on which platform you you're using. Yeah. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with using an emoji on LinkedIn, provided it fits in with the nature of the post that you, yeah. you're doing. It, yeah. It's all about context, isn't it, really? What about spelling and grammar? Oh, spelling and grammar. <laughs> oh, oh, I hate a flying apostrophe. <laughs> a flying <laughs> No, I, 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 I'm, I'm a bit of a pedant where spelling and grammar's concerned, I'm afraid. What's a as, pedant? As I think you two are. A pedant? A pedant. I've never heard that word. Go on, you need to explain. You have heard that word. I haven't. I've never heard it said that way, if I do it for no No, I'm clueless with it as well. Oh, well, I'm with a pair of clueless people today then, aren't I? <laughs> clueless peasants. <laughs> no, not peasant. Pedants. <laughs> A, pe- a, a pedant in these. I, I will. I will pick people up uh, if if they've if, they, if, if they've <laughs> the grammar police. Yes, yes, yes. If they've put your instead of you apostrophe re, I, I'm not a happy man. I'll uh, I'll be inclined to send them a private message. What about? <laughs> oh what my a, god! What about abbreviations and text talk and use of that in a business post? Because some people would argue that the English language naturally evolves over time and some might say that the use of these abbreviations, certainly in the next generation, the folks who are younger than us guys, um, would actually see that as the norm within the language and therefore does it then become normal language to be used on the business platform? And I kind of know because Chris's eyebrows couldn't get any higher (laughs) at this point. Uh, on his forehead. So we'll come to you, Elaine. Where do you stand on it first? Well, I'm going to go to, it depends on your audience, isn't it? You know, at the end of the day, you know, I've seen people who like swear and do whatever on, on their posts and things. But if their audience are happy with that and that works for them and they're following, then so be it. So there isn't, you know, there is no rule for us. We can't all live by the same rule book on it, can we? Because it is all about the people who... Is that rule spelled R-L-E? R-O-O-L. I mean, would I do it? No, I wouldn't. I do like to, you know, I do like the spelling and grammar to be right, but, you know, that's just But that's because you were taught that in school. That was the norm for you. I'm a bit the same because I was brought up at Mm. school that way, but the new generation... It's not necessarily the same. It's is it? not just the new generation. There's there's a there's a, a gentleman, should we say, who's uh, not much different in age to me. Let's put it that way. And his language on LinkedIn is shocking, absolutely shocking. I don't. Uh, I, I've en- I've ended up blocking him. I don't want to see his posts anymore. No. Um, so I don't think it's always a generational thing. Obs. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. He's in touch with the kids, is our Chris. (laughs) What about, uh, I mean, where do you stand in terms of importance in making sure that an image or a graphic goes with that post? If appropriate, yes. I I don't tend to shoehorn it in um, just for the sake of it, because I think text posts, by way of a variation, can be extremely powerful. Um, 
one of my most successful posts was just a text post, a, a couple of paragraphs. It was about GDPR, and it questioned about it questioned is does this spell the end of uh, email marketing? And it was fantastic because um, we got all the pro email marketers piling in and all the anti ones mm. piling in and and so on. Lots of lots of engagement. Uh, loved it. But that was just a text post, and it was probably yeah. probably the most successful I've had. And that I think that raises something really good there, doesn't it? Is that it, when something's a hot topic, people are, are you yeah. know are going to read it. When we know, obviously we all know around the Brexit thing. Well, I know, but by the end of it, we got bored stiff. But you know, prior to that, it was like, oh, you know, we're all sort of engaged with with conversations because it's it's something that affects us all. And the GDPR thing did, didn't it? So if you happen to do a post on a topic that people at the moment is in their mind. They will, you know, as you say, whether you've got a visual or you haven't, they're going to jump in and have I've, a read. I've got a very good post for you. Oh, have Elaine. you? Yes, yes. Are you suffering from hashtag coronavirus? <laughs> what you need to while away the time is my 10 by 10 by 10. <laughs> hashtag Trump. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh, dear. I, I, as a visual person, I, I'm all for having it. If, if it's feasible and you can do it properly, which is quite often where people fall down because they'll either get a really bad image or they'll do something that looks really naff, yeah. I think you should try and make sure it, it's accompanied with the text because, again, if people are scrolling through things, that mm. image might be just what you need to capture somebody's eye just to focus on the text and once yeah. they focus on the text you've got them half hooked into reading the rest of it whereas if it's just a text one it can just get lost in the feed there's some types of posts which don't allow it so if you're doing a poll on twitter you can't add an image no. however when you're doing a poll on facebook you can yeah. so for example if you're doing a do you think this looks okay and you've got a yes and a no you can yeah. actually add an image for the yes and the no options and yeah. and again it's easy for me to say because i've got the ability to create the graphic or i've got access to a library mm. of images that can solve those problems e easily so perhaps other people don't have that freedom however it's well worth just going that little bit further to make sure it just has that extra little bit of professionalism. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that, really. I, I do like a visual, really. And as again, it goes back to what you like to read yourself, and I will always stop at the, the good visual. Mm. Uh, I, I, think, I think we're all on the mm. same page. I'm, I'm just saying that the occasional text one, in amongst all the... It's the, not the a crime, stuff, is it? We'll, no. we'll, we'll sometimes work for you. And they're not visuals on LinkedIn and not... The nor not you know so there there people do put them on but they're not as common are they on LinkedIn putting a visual uh, no on. possibly not no. No. links in your text body yeah. that's a bugbear yeah of mine oh. um, because on Instagram you can't put a link in and enable people to click through so mm. you're just using up valuable text space quite often what the better thing to do is with your Instagram posts is put the link in your profile and refer people to go to your profile, which yep. actually sending them where all your contact information is as well. Yeah, so there's a dual good. benefit yeah. to be had mm. there. Yeah. Um, with LinkedIn and Facebook, if you insert the link, wait a minute. If you haven't added an image, which I'd always recommend not doing, yep. um, if you're inserting a link, yeah, it it'll actually up, bring up it? the link to mm. the article and you can delete the link then. Mm. Yeah. And, and it'll keep it keep that reference point. I I get you when you say you don't the link you don't like the link you don't like it when the link's showing when it doesn't need to show. People what throw you it mean. in, yeah, I yeah. Because you. if you've yeah. written this wonderfully eloquent post yeah. and then you've got this ridiculously long URL in there, yeah, it, no, it just okay. looks it looks scruffy and half assed and actually looks a bit amateurish. Mm. You can you can shorten it though. Well. That was going to bring me on to the next one, which is certainly with the likes of Twitter, where you've got a very limited char character option. Mm. There are plenty of of ways. I'll stick one in the show notes mm. of shortening your URL to mm. a, a very shortened version, yeah. so that in Twitter you can stick it in there. It's more concise. Um, a bit, it's a bitly link or an hourly link, isn't it? Yeah. And, and I don't think that looks terribly out of place as long as you as long as you drop it down below the uh, below your text no um, sometimes i mean certainly on twitter sometimes you've got a a link that you actually want to have in its full so it mm. might be 
to summitup.com forward slash 101010 because yeah. you want people to recognize and remember that as being where they want to go. Yeah. 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 But I'm I'm sort of with you with the shortening URLs for every yeah. other yeah. Yeah, scenario. The, yeah. The, a word of caution on, on links in, in mm. your post. Um, in as much as Facebook and, uh, and LinkedIn in particular, they don't like you taking people off Facebook and LinkedIn. No, um, you've said that before. So yeah. they will, mm. um, they'll, they'll frown on it or their, their algorithms will, will mm. virtually frown on it and they, they may well suppress the, uh, suppress the reach. A, a way around that that I don't use commonly, but I know people who do, is to put the link in the first post. So in other words, to, to answer your own post... With, oh, in the comment thing. With the link to. Oh, I see. So you do the post and have the link in as a comment. Yeah. As a comment, yes. Yeah. That's a yeah. really good tip, is that? Yeah. 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 Hmm. Very interesting. What about hashtags? We mentioned hashtags. Oh, Where them. do we stand on a hashtag? <laughs> uh, I'm just collating hashtags now. I'm sort of creating some. Um, I've obviously I've got some that I use, but um, I'm just adding to that really. Yeah, so I'm quite fascinated about the whole hashtag thing. And if I'm totally honest, I don't, you know, I don't really know the whole science behind it. So I'm, I think we're going to do a podcast on uh, hashtags. We are. I've held my hands up in the past and said, not a hashtag fan. Mm. However. Oh, he's converted. Well, you see, you know what I'm like with my research. (laughs) Did a bit of research into hashtags, which I I do use from time to time. And I, I was told that, Posts with multiple hashtags have a 79% increase in engagement. Ah. Oh, it's, it's massive. Amazing. I, I have another podcast show, mm. um, which, when because it's quite nuanced, it's called Picard Talk, by the way. It's a Star Trek show. And because Star Trek's quite a, a nerdy community in itself, if you put the hashtags of Star Trek in there, I mean... I had a when the the account was first set up. I think I had about twenty people following it mm. before we were able to start building up the the following. And I do a post, and I think the 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 most popular one had about one hundred and seventy something likes right. on it with twenty followers. And that was just purely down to the yeah. hashtag making it uh. visible within people's search terms. Yeah. Uh, massively underused. I think some people have a bit of a mental block over being able to put multiple ones in because they get tired of having to either type them in or mm. or do it. A little tip for you guys. If you use... Well, actually, I've done it on yours, didn't you I, did, Elaine? You did. So on both Android and iPhones, mm. there is a... If you go into the keyboard settings, mm. and, and if you type this in to Google, there's probably a step-by-step YouTube video. In fact, I'll see if you I can did. find yeah, one and stick did. it in the you, link. you showed that to me. Yeah. Um, and it will actually enable you to create shortcuts. Yeah. So, for example, um, Funky Vibes, if mm-hmm. I just put FV on my phone, it will automatically create the standard hashtags that I will use, mm. and then I will either take a few out because they're not relevant or add a few in to make it more relevant mm. but it means I don't have to keep on typing out the yeah. billion hashtags that you otherwise would do yeah. and it's a really really effective way of of maximising mm. that hashtag uh, but without having to bore yourself to see it yeah. <laughs> I think from a, from a purist point of view I, I don't like I don't like lines and lines of them I, and, and you're telling me they work and I, I accept that I just think it looks ugly in a, in a way that you you don't like the uh, the URL. Oh, if you stick it at the bottom, <coughs> yeah, people yeah. don't really look no, at the you bottom, don't, do you they? Don't look at them now. No, no, no. Well, I'll give it a go. You should. <laughs> I will. We, we've got you nearly converted. For... Oh dear. Well, I'm yeah. using emojis now, so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to get the humbugs out to eat in a minute. <laughs> oh, this is orcs. <laughs> <laughs> what about? Timing. When should you send a post out? You can obviously check on your insights on things of when people are looking at them. So uh, I I think really you've got to be very mindful of... I have some rules like LinkedIn. I don't generally put them on the weekend. Um, now, more people are on LinkedIn now than ever, really, at the weekend, but I still don't do that. So for me, Monday morning for me is a no-no on LinkedIn, I think, because... 
most people are getting into work mode and they're just not really feeling the love generally. So I'd, things like that I don't generally do on a Monday morning. I'll sort of do a bit of a liking type thing. So I'll have sort of regular days through the week that I'll do my LinkedIn stuff. But other than that, times of the day for me, I would always sort of do early, early morning and then a little bit in the evening is what works for me. And then just I just drop in during the day and comment on other things. But generally, that's when I post morning and that works because it works for my timings in the day as well, really. Chris, mm. I think I think we're all probably different but the that the perceived best times of the day are commuter time in the morning and evening and around about midday those are the times that um that people like linkedin and facebook will will advise you are are the best times linkedin in particular commuter time because people are just that little bit fresh we don't read papers anymore so if we're if we're on the public transport or, or passenger in a car i wouldn't advise it as the driver you you, you flick on your linkedin and um, flick on your linkedin and and just and just catch up with what people have been doing i'm told that was a, that was a slow burn joke that we got there eventually elaine's elaine's now lost <laughs> Chris, Mr. PC, I wouldn't recommend you I won't be tired if you spell it wrong whilst you're driving as well. For God's sake, don't use a hashtag. You're in serious trouble. Or an emoji. Oh, gosh. Sorry. Uh, you called me Mr. PC. I thought I was being very dry, actually. <laughs> but there you go. Uh, uh, different oh. things to different people. 10 Minutes, 10 Days, 10 Actions is brought to you by Two Summit Up. Expert sales tips and advice provided in a structured, bite-sized way for only £97. Learn how to improve your processes with 10-minute podcasts provided each day for 10 days, which you can listen to from the comfort of your own home, office or whilst out and about. For more information, visit twosummitup.co.uk forward slash 10 dash actions. What's more important, perhaps, than the timing of, of a postmark is the, is the lifespan. And the lifespan of a post varies wildly according to the, uh, the different platforms we use. Of course, what I would always say is have a think about who you're targeting the post at and what their day is going to look mm-hmm. like. So you've you've quite aptly mentioned if you're targeting a professional person or a working person, uh, well, if you're targeting a professional person, they might be on the train into the office mm-hmm. and therefore be looking in the morning, but a tradesperson might be up before you're on yes, and will work all the way through but might finish, say, at 4 o'clock, depending upon what the light's like. So do you fire it out when they've finished? getting it just before lunchtime so when they stop for the lunch it's sort of in there and towards the top it's it's thinking that way through however where it leads back into what you're just about to tell us is if you're firing it out at the end of the commute period does it get lost because of course there is a a lifespan to how long it'll be shown yeah yeah the um the 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 lifespan of twitter you'll not be surprised to learn is the is the shortest of all and that's uh they reckon, well, this, this is research. This isn't they reckon, it's Twitter research. 18 minutes, uh, that's the lifespan of a, of a really? Twitter post. Now, quite honestly, I thought it was shorter than that. I thought it was about 18 seconds. Mm. But I think this depends on the number of uh, people you're following because if you're following thousands of people, that stream is running pretty quickly at but if it, but if you're not following a lot of people, then it'll stay there longer. But the average lifespan is 18, 18 minutes. That's longer than I thought. Yes, yeah. I, I think it. I think it indicates that there's a lot of people with very few followers. I mean, you think following sc- very few people. So. I mean, you will scroll down and keep mm. half an eye out. But I guess with the eighteen minute timings. It depends, doesn't it? Because if you're having to scroll back through 18 minutes worth of posts, are you just scanning it very quickly as yeah, opposed to, say, no, yeah, five, ten minutes? You might mm. be giving each post a bit more yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But what that means with Twitter is that the time of day doesn't really matter. 
you can post as many times as you like on Twitter, and um, uh, you know people are people are going to see the occasional one. They're not going to see everyone unless they look for you, unless they go yeah. on your your profile. Which does actually, but you know, when you say that, isn't it? Because that's one of the things that some people get a bit hung up on, isn't it? Oh, mm. oh you know, am I, am I going to annoy people by putting this these messages out there so often? When you put it that way, you think, well, chances are most people are not going to see much well, of them anyway. Well, my experience most people are already angry on Twitter, so you can't make them any angrier. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, LinkedIn, LinkedIn was an interesting one for mm. me. That's, um, that's 48 hours. Um, that's the mm. lifespan. However, um, the first two mm. hours of a LinkedIn post, as I've said time and again on these podcasts, first two hours are absolutely crucial. Mm. If you get engagement in the first two hours, you, that that post is uh, is going to go every minute of its forty eight hours uh, average lifespan. It could it could be longer if you if you get lots of engagement. If you don't. You're going to be the other side of the average, and it could be, uh, yeah. you know, it could fall flat as as they do. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that first two hours, it, look look out for engagement on on then. So that that's where the timing of the post comes in. So if you know that your your audience is going to be online, and this is something that mm. you mentioned before, Elaine. Mm. Um, <clears throat> if you know your audience is going to be online. That's the time to that's the time to get it out on a regular basis. Yeah. So that becomes your social media rhythm. Yeah, and they expect it. Yeah, no, I know it's it's really really valuable, isn't it? Book. What about Fa- Facebook? Facebook. Um, Facebook. We've got uh, six hours, but we're looking for m- the majority of activity to occur in the first the first two and a half hours. If you do, it'll go for longer than six hours. We know that. We've all mm. experienced that. If you don't. You'll end up with one like, and it's probably yours. Um, <laughs> well, I figured it's true. <laughs> yes, yes. Or three likes, and it'll be the three of us. <laughs> um, and 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 that'll be that'll be that. Mm. So timing again is everything with uh, with Facebook. Yeah. And Instagram. Instagram, uh, seventy-two hours life of a post on on Instagram, wow, really? which surprised yeah, me. Oh gosh, now, it is. Mark, you're you're the you're the most Insta experienced. Well, why would that be? Because people, because it's more visual. People have to be, in my opinion, people have to be a bit more thoughtful when they do a post because you're not allowed to do a post without an image, and therefore you've got to have the image, which requires mm. a bit more effort. Which I think quality controls things a bit more, yeah. except for obviously the odd selfie. Um, as a result of which, when you're looking through the threads, there isn't huge amounts. Um, again, it's it's sort of down to how many people you follow, yeah, but yeah. generally you'll only follow people whose posts you're interested in because, yeah. as I say, you're getting an image, so you want to be able to see things that are interesting. So you will scroll through, and going back a few days' worth of posts doesn't take a huge amount of time. No. Um, so that doesn't surprise me. No. no. And this, this, the story isn't the bit on Instagram where you can put things in this in your story there is and that that's that's for i mean that's got a bit more use although uh i don't know it's probably for the younger generations (laughs) i think of it more as a bit like a mind fart (laughs) so if somebody thinks oh and i want to capture this yeah but don't want to have to go to the effort of perhaps creating it as a more of a a structured post yeah um, or they don't want it to be in the gallery that sits on their profile no. they'll use the the storyboard mm. it's a bit more quick shot a bit more snapchatty yeah. is and it's only there 24 feature. hours isn't it yeah exactly yeah. it's a bit and, and but for me because when i'm if you're time restricted or there's only so many hours in the day yeah. you want to be on social yeah, media definitely. those things have less of an appeal for someone like me because i just don't have the time to get through all the other bits so no. yeah. i don't i don't particularly engage with it a huge amount no mm. no the only one I've got left is YouTube, and would you believe twenty days life of a a YouTube video? Uh, wow, right. that's pretty good. It mm. is, but again, I suspect people are more discerning about who they subscribe to. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. So get those videos done, Elaine. <laughs> Elaine, no. do you want to ask your question now? Oh yes, yeah, sorry. No, I was just going to say what what's your favourite. I mean, we know Chris's would be favoured platform was LinkedIn we know so what about you I'm, I'm an Insta boy yeah. I think 
I like Instagram. Mm. Um, it's just an easier, more calm way of me digesting bits and pieces. Yeah. Although I'm becoming more attuned with the old YouTube. I think... But you're a visual person, aren't you? Yeah, you, I am. Yeah. Occasionally, occasionally I go through bouts of not minding Twitter. I quite like Twitter for just the excitement and carnage that goes with <laughs> with it. So sometimes I don't mind dipping in for a bit of a bit of on the edge excitement, but largely I prefer the calmer mm. worlds. I'd laugh my socks off if I'm watching a football match and I I I, I watch it on Twitter as well. Oh, some of the comments. Oh, it's like sack everyone. They're all rubbish. Yes, it's because it's nil nil at half time. Oh, oh, we've won. Europe, here we come. <laughs> what about you, Elaine? Um. Oh yeah. Well, uh, I don't know really. I'm I'm quite because I'm obviously dabbling in the Instagram pot at the moment. I quite mm. like that, and I, I I like the sort of the. It's a bit lighter, isn't it? I like that, really. So that appeals to me. Civilised and classy was the word you were looking for, Well, Elaine. that was that was it, really. That's what I've got written down. I just didn't read it. Out, so. <laughs> now, you've mentioned the lifespans, and you've also mentioned those time frames where you need to be getting engagement to keep it knocking around mm, in the yep. sphere of people's timelines. I guess the question is that probably everyone's asking, how do you get that engagement? What what tips can we be giving people to get those likes, to get those reshares, to get those comments? Chris, how do you come up with those likes and those comments and that engagement that you, you need in, say, the first two hours? Well, you, <clears throat> the simple truth is you can't do it every time, but, um, but, you, but it is possible. Uh, I think you need some... Uh, some reliable supporters who are going to uh, who are going to share your posts to their uh, mm. to to their audience, and um, and you will do the same for them. So there's a bit of reciprocation on 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 that uh, on that front, and that might seem false engagement really. But once once that share once that share has got out, <clears throat> it's it, it's then. Uh, the likes of uh, of LinkedIn and Facebook will will release the the post to a, to a wider audience. Their algorithms will recognise that you've got engagement on a post. They'll release it to a wider audience, and that's when it becomes interesting because that's when you get some some third party or third level, if you like, and to use a LinkedIn mm. phrase, um, third level engagement. And that's what you're striving for: the engagement from people that you've never heard of before. So that in, on Facebook, if you see a, a couple of likes on Facebook from people you that don't follow you, invite them to follow you because you know you can click on the the the, the little like the the thumbs up and see the list of people, yeah. and you can see who you can see who you are connected to and who you're it's not. It's criminal if if people yeah. are on that list who haven't liked your page and you don't invite them. Yeah. Yes. the fact that they've yeah. been there, they've had a look, and then you've not said, "Oh, do you want yeah. more of that?" Yeah. yeah, but there may well be some people listening to this podcast who, who, who quite simply aren't aware of it because they've never been shown it, Mark. And it, it, no, you're uh, right. You're definitely. Uh, right. You know, it's yeah. not a not a criticism. No, of them. no. Yeah. I, I, I was perhaps saying people who are aware of it who perhaps don't do it. It's yeah. a missed opportunity yes, as opposed is. to a criticism. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Don't, don't don't get me into trouble with everybody, Chris. <laughs> That's outrageous, isn't it? Outrageous. Outrageous. So are you? Uh, You've obviously got, you're talking about sort of referral partners, as it were, on those platforms. Yes. What about asking friends or family? Oh, yes. yes. Try and get them involved. Yeah, yeah, if they will. Is yeah. there any other way of, of trying to get people to, to, to engage? Well, I think a great post would help. Well, that's <laughs> it. I mean, do, do you use... Do Hashtags? You use a, Hashtags, of course, Fra is phrasing. Yeah, well, I think get, the other bit like as well, because obviously I know on different platforms have different things, but there there are, you can obviously go into people's lists, can't you? So people that you know that you can help or or, or maybe they do a similar thing to you. And um, so you can connect with their, people on their list. Like Instagram, you can, you can do that, can't you? So you can follow people that they follow. So... Again, it's all about talking to the right people who obviously will engage with what you you say. Um, so, so there is definitely a bit of inverted commas stalking can go on while you, you you're watching what people like and do. I think the more you engage with people, no matter what the platform, mm. the more you engage with people, the more 
favourably disposed they'll become to you yeah and the more likely they are to uh, to to share your message when when it goes yeah. out and the reverse is true you'll you'll give them a, a, a yeah. helping hand as well but um but engage uh, you know if somebody if somebody makes a comment on your post answer answer them yeah, even if definitely. it's only even if it's only well thanks for that or just a simple yeah. simple engagement the the thumbs up or the like if you're if you're in a hurry but um yeah. better to put a better to put a comment there if you can yes, it is it's it is. getting that following who are relevant to you so yes, mm. yes. go on i don't know if you if you're a business coach go on say a chamber of commerce page mm. for the local area and go through their list of followers because people who are interested in generating mm. say new business with that chamber of commerce are possibly the kind of people who would benefit from or be interested in yeah. your kind of your types of posts so yeah. start following down that list because if they see someone who's doing something that they're interested in they're likely to follow it back aren't yeah they? absolutely and it's not you know we've said this but it's not about the numbers is it because you can have two thousand people connected to connected to on linkedin but if you're not connected to people who you're going to help or you know it's, it, it's numbers don't mean anything it's quality meaningful. not quantity yes. Yes. oh hang on a minute yes no that's right <laughs> T- tagging people in i mean you i just do use... a lot of tagging actually so I'm going, you do yeah. you do um you just mentioned the chamber of commerce you could tag the chamber of commerce mm. in in the hopes that they might um if it's relevant to them yeah they might to, they might share it to the I actually their, had their that community. on my list of the content actually yeah. it, it is something mm. that people overlook quite a yeah. lot if yes. you've been to an event make sure you tag that event in yes yeah. if you've done yeah. something or had a meeting with somebody tag them in mm. because they're more likely to like it and share it if they're yeah. Yeah. if they're getting a, a shout out because it's as much free promo for them as it is for you yeah. and actually that's a good way of getting a reciprocation not everybody does it which I, I find is a little disappointing some mm. Sometimes mm-hmm. there's there's some mm-hmm. obvious people who, when you do copy them in, it tends to be the bigger organisations who could probably quite easily do it. Yeah, very yeah. simply. Yeah, I yeah. think it goes back yeah. to what you said earlier, though, Chris, isn't it? Is it's you know who's doing your social media? Um, you know when it's when it's just you exactly. as a you well, know, Chris Watson, obviously from my marketing <laughs> guy. <laughs> but when somebody's doing it in a bigger bigger organisation, who's responsible and are they doing it? Because yes. it, that that can be. An even bigger hole than and do they the know what to do with mentions yeah yeah, yeah. do yeah. they know who's an important mention to include in yeah because if they don't they might be missing out on a, mm-hmm. a trick then it sounds like they are they are indeed so give my marketing guy a shout absolutely yes. it's two g's in the middle as chris will tell us <laughs> later <laughs> have we missed anything else on a post well, we probably have, but you can't cover everything, no. and and there are there are so many different elements to a good post. But one thing that strikes me that we haven't mentioned is, you know, in 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 one or two of your posts, a great call to action, mm. um, and a great call to action in in anything you write. Really, um, mm. people like to be told what to do next, so tell them. Yeah. No. Totally. Yeah. And it's it just. Carrying on with that, it's important to remember that the general rule of thumb is if people have to click more than three times, they get bored and switched yep. off. Yes. So make sure that call to action is a properly thought stru- through yeah. structure. If it's making people have to jump from place to place mm. to place to place to place, they'll get fed up. Um, yeah. Sometimes people have events and they'll put it on, say, Eventbrite. So they'll do a social media post on say LinkedIn mm. they'll take somebody to Eventbrite which then might take somebody to their website where you can buy a ticket or something to that effect yeah. and by the time they've got to your website they thought sod this I've, yeah. I've, I've been I've been taken on a merry merry yeah. dance here I just want to get a ticket for this event and yeah. you, so have a think make sure it's it's done properly it's the most direct route possible yes to make it easy for those people yeah it's look at it through the eyes of the purchaser, isn't it? Is is a is a good way of doing it. Is yeah, uh, send it to a friend and say, what? How long did it take you to get to the uh, the punchline? <laughs> anything else? Not from me, Mark. I mean, no. I guess I guess if we've missed anything, guys, send us an email to gofish at thepodstation.co.uk. 
when this post comes out, uh, sorry, when this show comes out, we usually do a post with a, a short little snippet. Stick a comment in there and we'll get back to yep. you uh, with whatever questions yeah. that you've got. Uh, maybe book a, a, a telephone conference with uh, old Chrissy over there and he'll be able to frown at you about your spelling mistakes. <laughs> uh, oh dear. <laughs> Um, but in all seriousness, ask for the help. Get the, get get some information yeah. about it. You can ultimately decide not to go ahead with those sorts of things, can't they? Yeah, because yeah, no, I I think it is a massive topic, and as you say, we we won't have covered everything um, because people when they they're in that grey area of I don't know what to do. Um, and what's going to make a great post they tend to do nothing and that's the tough bit isn't it it's it's almost till you get yourself out there and start doing things you don't actually know what your audience are going to like so you've got to do something um so i think if there's one if there's one thing to to leave uh, people with it's what you started with elaine mm. and that's have a strategy a posting yeah. strategy mm. and build your posts within that strategy yeah indeed so how can they get hold of you chris if they are interested well my uh, my email address is guy at my marketing uk. i'm not going on until he says it elaine <laughs> no there are two g's in the middle oh, of my oh there we go <laughs> elaine <laughs> what if how many people want to have to get hold of you you can get hold of me on elaine at to sum it up dot com which is two m's in the middle <laughs> very good or you can get hold of me at mark at funkyvibes.co.uk and apparently there's two L's in Pollard <laughs> although I haven't got Pollard in the email address so it's irrelevant oh, never mind eh? confused.com yeah <laughs> indeed well hopefully that's been of use guys give us some uh, five star reviews if you want see you next time <clears throat> very good yep bye bye get social at go underscore fish marketing on Instagram Facebook and Twitter